Bill doesn't know. Has anyone found what he's had yet? But well, if you have something to say, just say it. You would. They're always saying to me. Will, stop him. He's getting so far away. Don't worry, Woody. Hey, yes, in Melbourne. Weekend Brecky with Will and Woody. You wouldn't read about it, but you've been having technical difficulties <sighs> up until three seconds ago. And they've fixed themselves. I we're can't ba- believe what's just happened. We're I, back. I, honestly, we're as the opener played there, that's the first time we've been able to hear the station through our headphones. This is obviously all technical jargon that no one gives a rat's ass about, <laughs> but we're bloody excited about it. <laughs> I can't believe it worked. The lid's off at 8 it's o'clock in Melbourne. <laughs> Massive. Absolutely massive. It's going to be a great show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. All right. No one is relieved as we are because they oh. don't care, but geez, no. we're excited. Um, we've got some good news for you guys. Um, if you're driving your kid to sport today, yep. actually, we've got a wonderful new segment that we've got lined up for you. Yep. If you're driving your kid to or taking them home from sport, please yep. stay with us. Yep. That's to come. We're also going to talk about the story that's coming out of the US that is sweeping the internet right now, Woods. The Uber driver that drove her boyfriend's mistress to her house. Incredible stuff. She tweeted the entire thing and we'll be going through that entire Twitter story. Yes. It really is funny stuff. But let's go to a song, Wilbur. Absolutely. We can hug and celebrate more during the song. We're on. The technical difficulties are gone. And up next, we'll be talking a little bit about Cyclone Debbie. Yes. It's Weekend Breakfast with Will and Woody. Obviously, Woods, uh, yes. Cyclone Debbie in mm. uh, far north Queensland this week was really... Horrific, to be honest. Quite a tumultuous experience, and yep. I, you know, given the the absolute swathe of news reporters that were up there covering the incident, there was a lot of different audio to pick from in terms of what's your favourite or what part of audio perfectly encapsulates that storm system. Sure. And I think that I found mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is from Channel Nine News report. Mm-hmm. Um, this is during a cross. From the eye of the storm, mm. right? When the cyclone hit. Have a listen to this. Oh, my God. There's someone with a boogie board going out in the ocean, it would seem. So that's obviously not a good idea at all. Just warning people, we are in the eye of the storm. We're certainly not through the thick of it yet. Oh, hello. Hi. Uh, yeah, that's, that's very dangerous. So we might um, just alert some authorities as to what's going on down here. What a man. But, well, yeah, I, I tend to agree. It'd be a great set, let's be honest. It'd be, they'd be rolling in out there. Mm-hmm. And I think, <laughs> you know what's funny is that you saying, I think it'd be a great set, is that I reckon that's exactly what he said to his partner when he got home. Yeah, it would have been a surf of the ages. It like, once-in-a-lifetime <laughs> opportunity. It may have been the end of his lifetime, but a once-in-a-lifetime set of waves. You've got Cyclone Debbie putting on an absolute <laughs> performance for you. Yeah, I stand by it. I reckon he got back and he's got his wife or his girlfriend or whoever yeah. it is, and she's gone, what the hell was that all about? And he's gone for exactly that. He would have said to her, it was an incredible set. Mm-hmm. It was a once-in-a-lifetime set. And this, and this is what I want people to call up with, 131060, that's the number to call this show. Mm. When you've caught a guy doing something stupid... What justification did he use? We've always got one, don't we? We always have one. I remember I came home. Uh, you inflicted this, but I came home oh, to he- my <laughs> to my girlfriend at the time, yeah. and I was bleeding from the back, uh, oh. and I had a whole bunch of uh, wounds on my bum and my back, uh, right. and she said, what the hell is going on? Yeah. 
And I had to explain to her that I had stripped down to my jocks and let you (laughs) fire paintballs at my back. And she said, why would you do that? And I said, I wanted to see if they would bounce off me. Because I was just testing signs. Which I stand by. It's not true. They don't no, bounce off you. No, but the, but the reason for doing it mm-hmm. and the fact that a lot of men do this, no matter what scenario you catch them in, mm-hmm. we, we are never capable of just going, yeah, busted me. In fact, I've done something awful here. Completely regret everything I've done. Mm-hmm. Before we do that, we have to have our two cents as to mm-hmm. why we've done it. There is always a justification. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to know. 131060 is the number. We'd love to hear from you. What... In what situation did you catch your man? It can be your dad, your child, your boyfriend, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. After he's done something dumb, what justification did he use for doing that thing? Josh, you could justify doing something stupid, mate? Yeah, well, my dad done something really stupid. He's a painter by trade. And he decided one day to uh, paint his front tree in a red Tuscan effect. And um, Mm. the family was pretty annoyed with it. But, you know, what can you do with your neighbours coming by saying, oh, that's a nice dead tree that's painted in the front yard. And what was the justification there, Josh? Oh, he thought it looked fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. So your dad painted a dead tree red and yep. thought it would look great. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, John. Thanks. Dave here from East Melbourne. Dave, how are you? Good, thanks, boys. How are you? Dave, Good, you've, uh, welcome to Weekend Brekkie with Will and Woody. You've done something Thank or you. you know of someone that's done something pretty dumb. No, 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 it was me, it was me. Okay, um, and, and what did you do, We'll start with that. Uh, so I um, once was watching some adult sensory material on, yeah. uh, on, the, on the big screen in, in my room and went to the toilet and uh, yeah. luck would have it, mum came home, or luck wouldn't have it, I guess. Yeah. And uh, yeah. yeah, so I heard someone yelling, so I went back to the room, she said, so- what's this? And I just calmly said, mum, everyone does it. <laughs> it's that actually was, very healthy, isn't it? That was your justification, Dave. Everyone does it. Yeah, a teenage boy has an urge. Let's wow. Yeah. And actually, okay. Dave, just Thanks, to take this Dave. further, you can look up things that minimize I don't uh, think we should prostate, talk about no, Dave about prostate that. cancer. Right. You, you actually can bring up studies, and it, is, it is good for you. So if you get caught again, Dave, pull that. Obviously, you've been in that s- situation <laughs> before. Jonesy, how are you, mate? I am excellent, boys. How are you guys? Jonesy. Good, mate. Talk to us, mate. We can bring you with Will and Woody. You've done something pretty dumb. Well, I started on an airbag when I was younger because, well, a mixture of um, mates thought it'd be freaking awesome and to see if I could do a backflip. You sat on an airbag? Yeah, a car what? airbag. So you know the ones that are meant to save your life? Oh, my. You sat on a live airbag so it would flip you in the air? It did. It shot me three metres up in the air and I landed flat on concrete. <laughs> Unreal! Were you... Oh. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay, we've we've had to dump Jonesy there. Um, just uh, he said something which was maybe just a little bit. Well, he's he's, he's dropped an f bomb. But before yeah. he dropped the f bomb, I don't know if you missed it, but he sat on a live airbag. Yep. which flipped him three meters in the air, and he landed on his feet. Pretty amazing. He said he did some bad damage to his back. Yeah. Uh, what we did miss out on there was the justification that he used. After he flipped. Oh, it's pretty obvious, isn't it? Surely it's just, I want to see what happens when I sit on a live yeah, airbag. That's actually probably pretty good. <laughs> it's Weekend Breakfast with Will and Woody. I'm really stressed about something that's happened this week. Really need some people to call here. 131060. If you've been to a public change room in the last week. Yep. Because something happened to me at a public change room this week. 
Now, I'm not one, uh, I, it's a public change room at the gym. Yep. Now, I'm the sort of bloke who usually goes to the gym and then I do not shower at the gym because I get a little bit uncomfortable about getting nude in front of other people. Right. Just makes me nervous. What, do you have to get nude when you shower at the gym? Can of course you... you do. Okay. Of course you do. What, what else? Oh, I shower in Speedos. Something like that. No, no, no. I'm, I'm definitely a nude man because you don't want to be the weird person walking around with Speedos or undies on. You also don't want to be the weird person walking around with full chop in a change room when other people don't have, when other people aren't out. No, okay. Fair. But I don't think you are a weird person walking around completely nude with full chop, as you've so eloquently put, <laughs> because I have found that people are very comfortable rolling around the change room completely nude without putting the towel on. Yeah. yeah. And I, I've, oh, I've got a concern okay. with that. I just oh. think, if you, I mean, when you walk so to the, the shower... Is, is this the transition yes. between the shower and the locker? Is that what you're saying? Exactly right. 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 Why and, wouldn't you put the towel you on, think there's a walk towel to the needed. shower, get wow. nude, have your shower, and then put the towel back on? I had to witness a bloke yeah. weigh himself in front of me <laughs> completely nude. <laughs> And I need That's, to know if this is the... But, 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 but the towel, the towel is, 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 has to come into consideration on oh, the scales just there. Just take half a kilo if, off. If it's a wet towel, you never know. All you right, never I got, know. I got Desi here from Cheltenham. Desi, how are you? Hello, Desi. Hello. Hi, Desi. How are you going? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. Now, I've never been into a female change room myself, but my concern, Desi is that I've found people have been a little bit too liberal in change rooms, just waltzing around completely nude. Is this an issue in female change rooms? Yeah, it is, especially at the gym. Usually it's a lot of the elderly people that do it, and yeah. it's, yep. it's just not on. Oh, so, you, so you, you'd so you like to see the, the transition phase, the great migration from the shower <laughs> to the locker fully covered up? Yeah. Oh, I'm on the other side of the fence here, mate. What do you mean? I'm okay with it. You, you're, are you the sort of person that does do the nude walk from the shower? I think I am. That's appalling. Why? Because What's the matter with it? Because I don't need to see a completely nude man walking from you're the shower. You're in a change room. That's fine, and I'm going to see a little, a few glimpses of I a think, nude I man. I think but if I you don't... walk into a male change room as an adult, you have to be prepared that you're going to be seeing more than a few glimpses. They are well within their rights to be going the nude run there. Okay, fair. We've got Laura here who's called us as well. Laura, how are you going? Yeah, good. Thanks, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. Laura, we're talking about the transition from the shower back to where you get changed. Should you have to cover up with a towel when you do that? No, I don't. I go to the gym in the morning and I just do a complete nudie run. So, yeah, great. And I think it's fine. <laughs> I, and, Laura, I am so with you here. I need to know, and, Laura, if someone walked up to you while you're walking from the shower to the locker and said, excuse me, I've got a problem with you walking nude from shower to locker. Mm. I mean, you'd tell them to get stuffed, wouldn't you? Yeah, no, I'd get all sassy and say, excuse me, I am doing this. Keep in mind you're nude while you're saying this to them. So just, yeah, yeah. and look, I'd probably like, cover up my private part. To be like, <laughs> <laughs> Do you get weird looks, Laura? Do you get people looking at you? Yeah. Look, I know there's a few other older ladies who do it as well, so it makes me feel more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, can't, I can't believe people are comfortable doing this. I get so angry about it. I think that you have, as I said, you've got to accept in the change room that you're walking nude. Like, okay, here's the yeah. next question. When you're in the change room, yes. do you, when you, so you, you get nude, yeah, yeah. Right? 
Do you go, if you need to use the toilet, do you go nude to the toilet? No, I would take my towel, wrap myself around, and then oh, once I'm in mate, the cubicle, you're missing out. I even take my undies off under my towel. What? I mean, maybe the issue here is you're, that I've got yeah, issues. You're, you are missing out. It's Weekend Breakfast with Will and Woody. Woodrow, mm. Pete Evans, the controversial MKR chef. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what do you think about him? Pete Evans? Yeah. Lovely guy. Oh, really. Just I'm all, I'm all for his paleo for babies myself. I think that was his best that was his best work. Don't feed your babies any carbs at all. So, this is actually what he's come up and fronted up to on the TV show Sunday Night on yeah. Channel 7, which I know you're an avid watcher of, but Yeah. Pete has come out and made some comments. Uh one of them including I don't drink Aussie tap water. Wow. This is definitely something I'm passionate about. Because as a father, I care about future generations and where we're headed. He's mm-hmm. also said that calcium is not good for your bones. Um, he also said that he hasn't seen a doctor in 20 years because it's not necessary. Have a yeah. listen to Pete talking on Sunday night. What do you need a qualification for to, to talk common sense? That would be insane to study something that you're going to waste your time with. Your dad's a doctor, Wilbur. What do you reckon? <laughs> How's Laurie feeling about it? Uh... Oh, man. There was, another, there, was a, there was a doctor, a guy called Dr. Robinson, who commented on this and said, "If you, how about you don't give me medical advice and I won't tell you how to best shuck oysters. <laughs> I think that the, the really interesting thing for me in all of this is the comment that we heard before about Aussie Tapwater when he says, um, I'm passionate about this because I'm a dad. Now, he's got kids. Yeah. Pete Evans has got Kids, yep. and I think that in the scenario where we see something like this happen from any douchebag slash celebrity mm. in the public sphere that's got children, mm. my heart automatically goes out to the kids mm-hmm. because they've got to go to school. Yep, and it's a jungle out there, Woods. And often they've they've got weird names like Apple or you know <laughs> Tasmania. I don't know. Just Paleo is probably <laughs> one of these new kids called No Carbs. <laughs> <laughs> This kid, whatever, whoever it is, no carbs or paleo, I think he's a couple of daughters, they've got to go to school and they've got to front up to the fact that a lot of kids or at least their parents have seen their dad say on national television, Mm. calcium isn't good for your bones, don't go and see a doctor, Mm. it's all common sense health stuff. You know what though, all dads have weird theories, I reckon. You know, not all of them get get to express them on national TV. Well, he's not pretty bad, but dads have weird theories. Like, for example, yes. my dad, yes. and God, I, I thank my lucky stars that he doesn't have a national profile, if so you are, he can't if, go on TV. I should say, if you are listening, Steve, 131060, if you'd like to defend yeah. yourself, Woody's dad. Yeah, you can call up and defend this theory, dad, but my dad has a theory that is... Usually it's when he's eating ice cream. Yeah. He has the theory that if you... <laughs> he'll put the ice cream in his mouth... Swizzle it around a little bit and then regurgitate it back onto his ice cream. And his theory is, Woody, it's like eating two ice creams because you get to get the taste in your mouth and you put it back out. Yeah. And then you sit back and then you get to put it back in your mouth. And he's like, it's like having two meals. That is in one. So rank. And that's my dad's theory on how to get two meals for the price of one. I would love to hear that is rank, but. It's really full on to watch. I'd well. love to hear thirty ten sixty right now. Yeah. What does your dad reckon? Mm. My dad also has the theory that uh, 
you can't get a parking ticket when it's raining. Classic. Yeah. Classic theory. Classic from dad. Him. Classic dad reckoning. Yeah. Thirteen ten sixty, and they'll say that I reckon mm-hmm. right before it, and you go, here we go. <laughs> go on. Thirteen ten sixty is the number. What does your dad reckon? But we've got Pamela here from Yolambi, and we're asking on thirteen ten sixty. What does your dad reckon, uh, Pamela? <laughs> Hi. Um, hey, so- hey, Pamela. <laughs> what does your dad reckon? My dad wants super glued, glow in the dark stars to every single light switch in our house. Yeah. His logic being that when he comes home at night, he can find the light switch straight away, and it's um, easier and more effective for all of us. Needless to say, my mum cracked it. I love that. I think that's brilliant. Did it work? Well, he thought it was great, but we quickly (laughs) took it all down, not without ruining every light fixture. We had to replace everything because there was super glue marks everywhere. He probably didn't need to super glue them on. No, I that's very no, just down. the saddest sick of Pamela. Thanks for the call. That I actually, we'll just uh, wait for Pamela to, to drop off here, but I, I reckon that's actually pretty good. I'm doing that when I get home. No <laughs> doubt about it. <laughs> Amy, how you going? I'm good. How are you? Good, thank you. What does your dad reckon? My dad reckons that injuries are always dislocations. What do you mean? What do you mean? What if you break your leg? Well, he thinks that he'll just. Like, he'll just want to get in there and put it back into place. <laughs> <laughs> Has he ever tried to put back in a broken limb? Uh, well, my sister fractured her finger once. Oh, and he no. Was like, he was like, oh, let me at it. And, like, oh. she just broke her finger. Oh, no. <laughs> but surely he figured out at that point. Like, did your sister end up going to the doctor? Well, I think she ended up, like, Screaming at him, and she was only about eight at the time, so he backed oh, off a bit oh then. But that is actually so. He was so she had fractured her finger, and he had it, and was trying to put it back in. Yep. That's good wow. parenting. That's great that parenting. Is, that is unbelievable. <laughs> Amy, thanks for the call, mate. I hope he's, come, he's uh, getting through that theory. We're taking your calls today, ten sixty on weekend brekkie with what your dad reckons. Madison from Listerfield, how you doing? Hey, how you going? Madison, what does your dad reckon? My dad reckons that dead old fixes everything. Yeah, this is good. So what have you seen him put dead all on, Madison? So basically, if you have a sore ankle, oh, I'll just go grab the dead old. If you have a headache, if you have a headache oh, I'll just go grab the dead old. Hang on. If you've, got a, if you've got a headache, your dad will put dead old on your head. No, like on your temple. <laughs> like, it'll fix it. Don't worry. That is so good. You know, that's like the guy from um, my big fat Greek wedding. He puts Windex on everything. I haven't seen exactly that. Exactly the same thing. But that I, but that was a gag in a movie. This, yeah, is, this is legit. This is legit. Thanks, Madison. Got another call here. Sherelle from Ringwood. How are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. Sherelle, what does your dad reckon? So my dad reckons that charcoal cleans your teeth. Yeah. I've actually heard I've that. Heard this I've as heard well. that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Does he actually do it though? That he could burn our sausages on the barbecue. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> when he serves up some black sausos, he goes, I'm looking out for you. I'm cleaning your teeth. Wow, that sounds like a great excuse for a poor cook. Thanks, Sherelle. We've finally got Steve. We've got Steve. We've got Woody's dad. I knew what had happened. Steve. Guys, I cannot believe the, my personal details on national 
radio. My God, I'm it's just local radio, mate. We're not national yet. It's just in Melbourne, so okay. it's okay. Thank it had you. to come out, though, Dad. Be honest. You've, your theory is that, and we've all seen you do it, you put the ice cream in your mouth first, you then regurgitate it back onto your ice cream, and the theory is that you'll get two ice creams for the price of one. Woody, I've lied to you for all that, all these years. It's actually a, a condition with uh, our family that there's a we have a sensitive um, teeth. Ice or anything really cold on the back of the teeth, yeah, right, you really yeah. suffer badly. Yeah. And that's the true reason why I regurgitate and put it back on the spoon. I didn't want to alarm you by, by telling you that, otherwise you might think it's hereditary. Dad, so I, I, that's... I, I don't have the issue, though, so <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly okay, not well, hereditary. Now you know that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> It's Weekend Breakfast with Will and Woody. There's a story out of Florida this morning about an Uber driver, a woman who picked up a girl from the airport Mm -hmm. and took her to her boyfriend's house. (laughs) And when you say her boyfriend's house, you mean both of their boyfriend's house. It's the same dude. What are the chances? Apparently in the Uber trip, they were both discussing how much they miss their boyfriend, and they didn't realise that they were talking about the same dude. So the way it happened is this girl, she's in the car, they're talking about it, and yeah. and, and the, being, meanwhile the driver is live tweeting the whole thing because she started to clue in that <laughs> this is actually what's going on, right? Now, just to summarise exactly what's happened in the words of the driver, <clears throat> I'm going to try and use something to cover up the swearing here. but mm-hmm. So I drive for Uber. Why I just pick this girl up and drop her off at a D appointment, and the D appointment was my man's house. Great summary of what happened. <laughs> Great. Perfect. I think a D appointment is the best way to describe that, that situation. <laughs> now, Woods, this is rare. This is rare, mm. and I, I, I just don't think... I don't think in, in the history... I mean, like, this is why a story like this goes so wild. But we've mm. got an opportunity right now for our listeners to maybe hear if this has happened within the streets of Melbourne. Yeah. 131060, <laughs> have you met the mistress? Wow. Yeah, have you, I'd love to hear meeting the mistress before you knew it was the mistress as well. Oh, Do you know what I mean? Like you, you, you meet like, them by oh. a chance encounter and then you figure out, oh my God, the girl that I bonded with over coffee is sleeping with my boyfriend. Whoa. So, so thirteen ten sixty. What we are asking is, it's, it's, it's almost like, did you have a chat with the person that your partner yeah. mm-hmm. was sleeping with? Yeah. And 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 I don't and, I, and that chat, as you said, it might have been fleeting. It might have been mm-hmm. over coffee. It might turn out that you were working with them. Oh yeah. Imagine if it was your boss. You found out your boss was sleeping oh. with your partner. I mean, the mind just starts to boggle with the opportunities that we've got here. And on 131060, if this has ever happened to you, please call. Maybe you've heard of it happening. You might have heard of it happening. You might. I mean, so 131060, that's all we want to hear. <laughs> and we know this is a long shot. We know this is a long shot. <laughs> but have you met the mistress? Have you met the mistress? Hard question. It's a toughie. And, and and can I just say, I feel like that women are getting a, a bit of a tough rap here because we haven't actually figured out what the male version of mistress is. Mm, I'm angry about that. No. I think it's sexist that for all those men that are out there cheating, we haven't got, we a, haven't got a name for them. And that's a shame.
I think it's just genuinely a hole. Yeah, or D head. <laughs> <laughs> I think mistress is just the nice way of going yeah. about it. The reason we're talking about this thirteen ten sixty is because. There is a woman in the US, so this is really, you've, you've got to get online and see it. She live tweets the whole thing, but she picks up a girl to take her to what she calls a D appointment. Mm. And it turns out that the D appointment is actually at the Uber driver's house to meet her boyfriend. Amazing circumstances. Amazing circumstances. 30, 10, 60. We, we knew this is a long shot, but Gemma from Brunswick, talk to us. <laughs> Okay, so um, I got told about this girl, though. So I knew about her. So you knew she existed or you knew who I, she was? I knew, I knew she existed. I was, okay. I was upset and I was told it was never going to happen again. Yep. And we're at a house party and I was like, yeah, sweet. I Googled this girl. I Facebook stalked her. I was like, what does this girl look like? Like, mm-hmm. you know, um, she walked up to me at this house party and I was like, no way. She's not going to talk to me. Like, I'm not, I'm not fuming. I'm not anything. I'm just like, please don't talk to me. Uh-huh. She comes up to me and she's like, hey, babe, how are you? Oh, no. Hang on, but did, did she realise who you were, Gemma? Yes, very oh, much so. Oh, my God. But she didn't know that I knew who she was. Oh, so oh. she was trying to play it cool, get on the front foot, talk to the girlfriend so, so she had... doesn't suspect. Yeah. So how did was... it go, Gemma? How did the chat go? Well, I was trying to be like real cool about it, which is sure? like, I don't know why I was doing that. Probably should have just punched her in the face. But it was fine. <laughs> I'm totally fine. I was wow. like, oh, yeah, I'm totally fine. I'm just looking her up and down continuously, just thinking to myself, are you serious? Oh, yeah, man, that sucks. So did you, you both got out of there unscathed then in the end, Gem? Um, yeah, I just kept drinking, you know. <laughs> the solution to everything. Thanks, Gemma. Crystal here from Packenham. Crystal, how are you? Good, how are you? Crystal, you met the mistress. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. Um, me and this guy, we've been working together for about six months and been dating for a little bit longer than that. And uh-huh. one day, I, I hadn't been to his house before, and one day I realised that the girl that he said he'd broken up with it was actually interstate uh, looking after her mum who had a heart condition. Uh-huh. And we ended up, she rang me um, while I was at a wedding. <laughs> oh, my. And, yeah. So that didn't go down very, very well. Um, sure. Yeah, that was, uh, yeah. I felt so horrible. It was not funny whatsoever. And even the people at work, they were quite shocked. Hang on, so, Crystal. Are you saying that you were unknowingly the mistress? Yes. I was unknowingly the mistress. Oh, oh my. So hang on. You so are you're, the you're seeing this guy, and then all yep. of a sudden, and, and the guy tells you that his ex girlfriend is interstate looking after no, her he mum. Didn't, he didn't even tell me that. He just said that he'd broken up with his girlfriend. He said, he said it was all oh. over. Yeah, so, it so, was you, all over. so you were just the fill in why the girlfriend <laughs> was away looking after his mum. Yeah, it turns out it was great. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, he met my mum and everything. It was over. I loved him. Struth. Oh. Yeah, it was so, didn't go down well. Wow. Sorry, Crystal, where did that end? Like what what's the what's the result? Uh well I You're now I looking spoke... after his mum, is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Just no, rotated no. out. I, uh, his girlfriend left him and so did I. <laughs> okay, wow, thanks okay. for the call, Crystal. Strength. Oh my god. I mean like Woods. What? That's that's bad. Mm-hmm. But he's he's you know. What? He's worked a bit of magic there, hasn't he? He's, what do you mean? Well, he's got someone looking after his mum. 
and he's managed to keep himself satisfied on the other end of the spectrum. I mean, there's, look, it's bad. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. You've got we're to not look, saying that we're supporting it no. on this show, but to, to, to pull that off, it's a, you've got to appreciate it's a bold it. move. You've got to appreciate it. Yeah, but he didn't pull it off, though. He got caught. <laughs> Linda from Ringwood. Linda, hello. Hi, how are you going? Linda, you've got the final say on this, mate. Uh, unbelievably, we've had a number of people that have called up. You met the mistress. Yes, I did. I met the mistress, unfortunately. So... And, 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 Linda, I'm getting told here that you knew her. Yes, I did. It was my best friend. Our friends. So, unfortunately, through body language of a photo, yeah. I had seen her with her husband, and, yeah, unfortunately, last week we found out it was true. He'd been um, sleeping with her behind her back for a few months. Oh. Whoa. Whoa. Hang on. Can you just run that through again, Linda? <laughs> this is yes. your your husband? No. Your best friend's friend was, yes, and, and you, and I you were noticed, noticed, and I noticed the body language in photos. So you, picked, so did you, did you tell your friend that you'd noticed the body language? Yeah, yeah, and she just goes, "Oh no, they're just just mates." And I said, oh. No. Oh, "No, no, no." And how did and you? And, and, and you knew her. How did you know her? As obviously, she was just a good mate uh, of yours. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can, can you run us so, through it, Linda? You're like the body language whisperer. Like, how, what, how yeah, does what someone give the themselves language? away from body language? You can just pretty much just tell, like, the face, um, their expressions, um, oh the goodness. touch, like, the way their hands are. Um, yeah, right. Pretty much just gives it all away. Wow. So there wasn't just a photo of them just blatantly <laughs> pashing. <laughs> I reckon there's something going on there. <laughs> it's Weekend Breakfast with Will and Woody. Woods, we do realise that the majority of people that are listening to us right now, unless you're heading home for a very from a very large Friday night. Hello to those people, though. Well done. <laughs> or if you're doing a walk of shame. Well done also. But the majority of people mm. that are listening right now uh, people that are driving their kids home from sport. Yeah, Saturday morning sport. I love Saturday morning sport. I think we all do. And mm-hmm. I think that every Saturday morning, absolute legends of the sporting field are born. Mm-hmm. 131060 is the number up next. We're going to take your calls. We want to hear from your kids. Did something particularly epic happen on your child's sporting field this morning? Yeah. We want them to retell... Exactly what happened. Did your little five-year-old get it in the back pocket, run the ground, and then dob it? It can be any sport either as yeah. well. They might have been playing badminton. Yeah, I don't know any of the terminology. Did, did he? Did he hit the line with the shuttlecock? Did he? <laughs> as they say, no, I'm not going to say that. <laughs> I was being immature. Woods, the majority of people listening to us right now are kids on the way home from sport. Yep. You, you, whatever you're doing, tennis, basketball, swimming, badminton. Yep. It, I don't really know. You might have just gone out for a Saturday morning game of chess. Unlikely. We don't want that. Probably don't want that. Don't want the chess. If you've stayed home and played chess, don't want to hear from you. We are talking about outdoor sports exclusively. No, indoor sports well, but sports, not chess. And we want to know about the inspirational stories that have happened at kids' sport this morning. Because we all know that when you played sport on a Saturday morning, there were moments which you just can't be recreated. Like, it's no. a shame. I always used to think it was a shame that they didn't have a big screen. 
at oh, your game. Like, oh, yes. I'd love to have seen that on replay. Yes, the closest you'll get to recreating the moment is to call us now on 131060 yes. and you get to tell the entire city of Melbourne yes. how good your inspirational move was today. We've got Elijah here from Greenvale. Hello, Elijah. Hi. Elijah, you were playing tennis this morning, mate. Yep. Talk us through your Saturday morning epic sporting moment. Go for it. When I hit my nose, um, for a few seconds it wasn't bleeding, and yep. then it just came bleeding. Oh, no. And then now I have a big bruise on my nose. Now you have a big bruise under your nose. Sounds pretty epic, mate. Unbelievable. So just to just to get this right there, Elijah, your epic moment is that you whacked yourself in the face with a tennis racket and it didn't bleed straight away, but then a couple of seconds later, it really started bleeding. Yeah. Great stuff. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable, Elijah. Did you did you win the game? <laughs> Yeah, oh, beautiful. As well. beautiful. Thanks, Elijah. Courageous. 131060 is the number. If you got one of these, uh, we've got um, Martin here from Glenroy. Martin, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm doing well. I'm very excited. Martin, so, mate, you're a little bit older than Elijah. <laughs> I've got to say, I thought you were about the same age. But still good, mate. You're coming home from a sporting game. You played soccer this morning. Yes, that's right. All right, all right. Talk us through. We've got a little bit of music for you. Talk us through your epic Saturday morning sporting moment. Oh, my mate. My mate Josh was on the corner. Yeah, yeah. It, was, uh, it was out on the corner. He kicked it in. It was a beautiful kick, so beautiful. It was up so high. I jumped up. He on the left of my head went straight into the right-hand corner of the box. Oh, it was a beautiful moment. It was such a beautiful moment. Martin, do you want to give a shout out to the team, mate? What's the team? Uh, the upfield, upfield under under sixteen soccer club. Upfield under sixteens. Delish ball there from your mate. Who's your mate, mate? Let's let's compliment the assist as well. Who is that? Uh, from Josh. Josh, great stuff, Joshy. Great corner, Josh. Delish stuff. Are Guys. you are you only sixteen, Martin? Yeah, yeah uh, I'm fifteen. Yeah. Yeah, right. I'm not going to lie, you sound 35. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I was going to say, mate, I, I think, I don't know if we've jeopardised your, your chances of playing under 16s again, but I think they might need to get the match referee to have <laughs> <laughs> a birth certificate on Martin. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 131060, this is bloody awesome. I, I really want to take more of these. This is fantastic. 131060, yeah. if you're driving home from sport, like, yeah. Martin, <laughs> who probably was driving himself. He is, yeah. so, so, so he's definitely not 15. But 13 to 60, maybe you're driving your kid home as well, yeah. mm. right? And and you can, if, as a parent, if your kid's a bit shy, you can get on and tell the moment yeah. because it happens. They oh. happen. You're watching from the sidelines with your strong latte. Being a proud parent is the best. And something happens in the under eight soccer that you just couldn't believe happened. Did they come back while they were down? Or if your kid wants to talk us through it as well, it's Saturday. Sporting legends here. Pete from Warrandyte. How are you going? Morning, guys. How are you? Pete, uh, your nephew was at, was at Oz Kick this morning and something particularly epic happened. I had to call, boys. I had to recreate this moment. It was unbelievable. Um, my nephew, Lachlan, I'll, I'll, I'll set the stage for you. So he was oh, playing beautiful. in the middle on the ball. Yeah. Yeah. 
tapped down from the Ruckman. Oh. Lachlan picks it up. Oh. There's a couple of options there for the hands. Ignores. No hands there. He's running down one bounce. Centre half oh. forward. There's a, oh. another couple of options for a handball. He ignores oh. that. He keeps oh. running. Second oh. bounce. There's oh. a couple of options for a short chip kick. He ignores that too. Oh. Someone goes for the tackle. Spins out of a tackle. Dodges oh. and weaves. Snaps one. Straight on his right foot. Banana. Goal. Goal! Amazing, amazing skill and finesse on the football field, young Hoffman. And Pete, how was the celebration from the little fella? Unbelievable. Unbelievable. He did that sort of soccer-like celebration. Did he whip the top off and go to the flag and start punching it? No, he did. He put the wings out. Did a little bit of wind, a little bit of flying. Um, High fives, it was great. Awesome stuff, Pete. Thank you so much for the call. We're just about to wrap up the show, but uh, we have just been taking calls 131060 in a segment which we are absolutely loving because we know that the majority of you are driving home from sports games right now. Yep. You've just witnessed your kids play, or you are a kid that's just played sport, Woods. Yeah, and we've received an urgent call from Dylan from One Turner South. Hello, Dylan. Hey, Dylan. Dylan. So, Dylan, something pretty epic happened during your basketball game this morning for the Knox All-Stars. I scored a buzzer beater. Oh, Oh, Dylan! Dylan. Unbelievable! So, Dylan, 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 talk me through it. How did it happen, mate? I, there was 13 seconds and then I dribbled down and then I shot it and then it went in and then I thought it didn't count but it counted. Oh, Dylan! Yes. Where did you shoot it from, Dylan? Uh, two point line. Oh. Two point line, perfect. And Dylan, did the teammates carry you off? No, I just celebrated. By yeah. yourself. Well, you deserve to cheer off there, mate. And <laughs> I hope how... they got around you a little bit. <laughs> how, how are you going to celebrate today, Dylan? A couple of hot dogs, maybe an apple juice? Yes. <laughs> Dylan, what are you going to have? Dylan, I reckon Mac- you deserve... Mac- you deserve. Mac- yes, a Macca's drive through oh, mate. Beautiful. <laughs> if there's any morning, tell mum and dad to take you to the Macca's drive through <laughs> Thanks very much for the call. Jeez, those Saturday, Saturday morning epic sports moments from yeah. the kids. Delish. I reckon we'll be doing that next weekend. Hey, uh, if you've missed anything for the show, we've had a lot of fun this morning. We've done... All sorts of topics, uh, one of them including Pete Evans saying that he doesn't drink Australian tap water and he hasn't been to a doctor in 20 years. Yeah, so we were asking people, uh, what does your dad reckon? Yes. And we had this chat's cracker. My dad reckons that Dettol fixes everything. Yeah, this is good. So what have you seen him put Dettol on, Madison? So basically, if you have a sore ankle, oh, I'll just go grab the Dettol. If you have a headache, if you have a headache, oh, I'll just go grab the Dettol. Hang on. If you've, got a, if you've got a headache, your dad will put Dettol on your head. No, like on your temple. On your... <laughs> awesome stuff. So if you've got a headache this morning, whack a bit of Dettol on there. And you'll be absolutely fine. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. It's always a pleasure to be on the airwaves here in Melbourne. Uh, we will be back next weekend, same time, weekend breakfast from 8 till 10. If you missed anything from the show, we'll put the podcast on our Facebook, uh, Will and Woody. If you're worried about where the last podcast was, got a little bit lost there, don't worry. He'll find his way home. We're back in the game. Go to our Facebook page, Will and Woody, Instagram, Will and Woody, Twitter, Will and Woody. Are we posting anything? We, we've had, look, we've had seven days off. We've had a bit of a hiatus from social media. <laughs> but 
mark my words, something will be posted in the next 120 hours. <laughs> Have a great weekend, guys. Uh, we will see you next week at the same time. And, uh, yeah, on 1019 The Fox here, Weekend Ricky with Will and Woody. Are you only 16, Martin? Yeah, uh, I'm 16, yeah. Yeah, right. I'm not going to lie, you sound 35. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>